0: What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. But right now, it's time to take the field. Yo, what is going on, boys and girls? Welcome back to The Show, The Podcast, Episode 8. Thank you so much for tuning in today on this Tuesday. Uh, I'm actually recording this a little later than I usually do. I'm sitting down recording this Monday night. I try to record these over the weekend usually, just because that's when I have some free time. But I wasn't really sure what to talk about this week. You know, we we did get our Fernando Tatis Player of the Month, like we thought we'd get. um, Along with a really stellar program of cards that are all very usable, to be perfectly honest. But I don't really want to talk about that. There's only so much to say when it comes to that. We are getting Moments Extreme coming back very soon, which I'm sure we'll have plenty to vent about in the future once those begin, because those will be impossibly difficult. But why fret over them now? Why even bother stressing over something we don't have in front of us at this very moment? So today, I figured we could just not talk about any gameplay, not talk about any content, and talk strictly about who we think will be on the cover of MLB The Show 21. So, as we know, next year we are going multi-platform with MLB The Show. It will be on PlayStation and Xbox, which is huge for the franchise. We know that this is a very exciting time for the game. That's why, at times, some of the gameplay this year has been incredibly frustrating, because bigger things are ahead So, not necessarily setting the stage gameplay-wise for this multi-platform. However, the content has been absolutely, absurdly good. So, that is absolutely a step in the right direction before we go multi-platform next year. So, I wanted to talk about this because I was inspired by Shelfie's post on Twitter uh, a few days ago on September 8th. He shared covers of Fernando Tatis Jr. made by someone named Tyler Center. He's STB Visuals on Twitter. And holy crap, guys, these these covers were beautiful. They were incredibly well designed. Really nice art chosen of Fernando Tatis Jr. for those covers. Go check those out if you haven't seen them yet. Again, it's STB Visuals on Twitter, or just go back to Shelfie and scroll through his Twitter feed for September 8th. The covers are really something. And if that was the cover we got for MLB The Show 21, I don't think many people would be too upset. That's how fantastic it looked. But I don't want to talk about cover options right out the gate. First, I want to give something something of a history lesson here. So, everyone get out your notebooks, your marble notebooks, schools are back in session. Get out your pens or pencils, whatever you prefer to write with, a writing utensil, if you will, and take some notes, because we're going to do a little history deep dive of these covers before we get going. MLB The Show was just called MLB Plus The Year, from MLB 1998 to MLB 2006. So, starting with MLB 06, The Show, which came out February 28th, 2006, those are the only covers we're going to be talking about. Ever since they rebranded as MLB The Show, that's where we're starting. So, MLB 06, The Show, David Ortiz, MLB 07, David Wright, 08, Ryan Howard, 09, Dustin Pedroia, MLB 10 and 11 was Joe Maurer. And it'll be 12, Adrian Gonzalez. And it'll be 13, Andrew McCutcheon. And it'll be 14, Miguel Cabrera. 15, Yasiel Puig. 16, Josh Donaldson. 17, Ken Griffey Jr. 18, Aaron Judge. 19, Bryce Harper. 20, Javier Baez. So those are just the U.S. covers. Keep that in mind. Um, There are other cover subjects in other countries, Canada and Korea, for example. We're just talking U.S. here. So... I think it's very interesting just to take a look at the demographics, I guess we'll say, of who those players are. So there were seven American League players over eight years, remember, because Joe Maurer had two years, and six National League, and that does not count Ken Griffey Jr. as the flashback cover. So the National League went two straight years. They're coming off two straight years, rather, Bryce Harper and Javi Baez. So maybe you think, hey, I don't know if they're going to do a third straight NL player. It's a very fair thing to be hesitant of. But from 2009 all the way through 2012, it was Joe Ma- it was uh, American League. Dustin Pedroia, Joe Maurer, Adrian Gonzalez. So it's not unprecedented to do three straight cover subjects from the same league. If you're thinking there's a pattern, there really isn't. There, There's no really rhyme or reason to who San Diego Studios puts on the cover of these games. I mean, you look at it, and it's always an exciting player, right? So, Javier Baez is on MLB 20. That makes total sense. The guy's super exciting. Had a very good year last year. The year before that, Bryce Harper. Can't complain there. The year before that, Aaron Judge. That was one of the best rookie seasons in the history of baseball. I mean, it's always based and, and grounded off some sort of historical element from the previous year or a couple of years before that, rather. So, I think we can't take any sort of trends like that into play. One very important thing to note, very, I stress, very, very important thing to note, there has never been a pitcher on the cover of MLB The Show. And I find that so interesting. Because, you know, I know... Chicks dig the long ball, as they say. So, obviously, the hitters are going to garner more attention. But even going back to the very first game in this series, MLB 1998, which came out July 1st, 1997, there has never been a pitcher on the cover of one of these games. And I just find that so incredibly unique and kind of confusing. I Think of the, think of the star pitchers we've had in this league since then. So... It, it, maybe 21 is the year a pitcher makes his debut on the cover of this game. Uh, pitchers are people, too. We know that. Um, I don't know. I just find that really interesting. I'm really curious to hear what you guys might think about that, because maybe I just never, you know, was paying attention. But when I when I just did all this research and saw no pitchers, I was blown away, totally blown away. Um, I think there are certainly pitchers who are capable of being on the cover will get to my choice later on in the episode. I picked one out of the several. Um, but I, I, I do think, just given the past history, as much as I, I think it'd be awesome to have a picture on the cover, I just don't think we're going to get one next year. They've never done it before. Why would they start now? That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Um, but, like I said, also, there's no rhyme or reason to this. SDS has a plan. I don't know what the plan is, but SDS clearly does not conform to any sort of pattern or strategy or, you know, back and forth between leagues. There's just no rhyme or reason to this. So it could be anybody. It won't be anybody. There are a few people that I think are more popular choices and safer bets than others. But there really is potential here for SDS to do absolutely whatever the developers or the people who deal with licensing fees want to do. Because this is a multi platform year, the very first year of multi platform, I think MLB the show is going to back the truck up and they're going to give as much money to whoever wants the money to not only just be in the game, but maybe to be on the cover. I think that potentially opens the door for another flashback cover. You know, we've only had one. It was that Ken Griffey Jr. That was an awesome cover. I love that cover so much. I think, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. selfishly was just one of my favorite players of all time growing up. Uh, I love the backwards hat. I love the the best left-handed swing in the history of baseball. Maybe one of the best swings, period, in the history of baseball. So that, just from a personal note, it being Ken Griffey Jr., really excited me. But I think having Legends on the cover is a great way to sell copies of the game. Right? Especially in a year where it's going to be predicated on on sales, because this is the first year multi-platform with Xbox, So we're going to see how this does. I mean, I would imagine it grows a similar audience on Xbox as it has on PS4, or just PlayStation in general, but it's going to be very interesting to see where more copies are sold. I would imagine that remains as PlayStation just because of the following it has built on PlayStation, but who knows, man, the right cover, the right cover subject could really just, sales could skyrocket. So, I think there is a lot of debate and a lot of consideration that goes into stuff like this. It's it's not just as easy as pick the best photo of a player and put it on the cover. There, there's a lot that goes into this. So, I do have some options here. I have one, two, three, four, five, six current player options and a couple of dark horse flashback candidates. But before we get into that, you know the drill right now. We're going to talk about Thrive Fantasy. So I'm very excited to be working with Thrive Fantasy, a daily fantasy sports app based around player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like other DFS apps because it only asks you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. To play MLB games on Thrive Fantasy, choose 5 out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on how likely it is to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible to win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make some money during the tail end of this shortened MLB season, use promo code THESHOWTHEPOD when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today and you'll receive an instant twenty dollar bonus on your first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or bar, or excuse me, or by going online to www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. So, in talking about cover subjects, guys, just makes so much sense to start at the top here with Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, not just because he's probably definitely the NL MVP this year. Um, also because of that incredible card art that I saw on Twitter. Clearly that exact art will not be the design of the cover. It kind of just shows us the potential for what SDS and their incredible group of designers have to work with. So let's just, Fernando Tatis Jr., man, I mean, pros. He is an incredibly exciting player. He is the face or future face of baseball. Some people don't like that uh, because they think maybe he is a little cocky or a little arrogant or these unwritten rules. I don't care. Those people are wrong. Uh, The unwritten rules are actually a fun twist. I think that's partially why I would lean Fernando Tatis Jr. We know SDS has an affinity for Fernando Tatis and, of course, San Diego Padres. So they did not have to give us that 99 Fernando Tatis as an unwritten rules teaser for those 48 hours. I think they did it for two reasons. Number one, um, they kind of sensed that Player of the Month Tatis was coming. So they're like, oh, let's throw these these players a bone. Let's just let's give them a tease of what's to come. And obviously that was fantastic marketing. I think they drew universal praise for that. Secondarily, kind of teasing like, you know, this guy's the future. Maybe he'll be on our cover. That's just the way I interpret it. Uh, as a con, like I said, some people don't like him. Some people don't like the flair with which he plays. Those traditionalists like baseball to be boring. Those people are wrong, and they should not be considered. But all I'm saying is that people in marketing at San Diego Studios may not want to potentially alienate some of the fan base. I don't think that's the right call. I think that's a terrible call if, they, if that was the reasoning behind not putting Fernando Tatis Jr. on the cover. Um, I think it should be him. He's my front runner right now. Just, that might be going into discussions. Uh, And one other con here, again, there is no rhyme or reason to how SDS goes about choosing cover subjects, but it's just worth noting, last year was a shortstop. Javier Baez was on the cover. Um, I think, yes, that is the only year they've repeated infield, or this would be the only year, rather, that they'd repeat infield positions. Uh they did do three outfielders in a row, Griffey, Judge, and Harper. I don't know if I necessarily count that because outfield does have three separate positions and it's it's a wide group of players to choose from. They've never repeated outside of that double Joe Maurer, they've never repeated in field positions. So just a thought. My next uh option for the cover, this is another one that's pretty popular, Mike Trout. He's the best player in baseball. So we don't really need to, you know. Pitch his case much more than that. The guy is the best player in baseball. Um, He is Mike Trout. He is this generation's Mickey Mantle. He might prove to be better overall by the end of his career, numbers wise, than Mickey Mantle. It's still too early to tell, despite how incredible he's been in his, you know, was it nine or 10 year MLB career at this point? So, Mike Trout would be, I would love to see Mike Trout on the cover. I think he's, he is the least appreciated best player in any of the professional sports leagues. Probably because baseball doesn't do a great job of marketing its stars. Also, Mike Trout is a very quiet superstar, which I appreciate. I like that he kind of goes to work in the shadows, so to speak. Uh, But I think Mike Trout on the cover would be awesome. I just, as a con, I think working against him is that he's not very outspoken. I don't know how great he'd be as a cover boy. You know, as a cover boy, you want someone who's going to go out and promote the game uh, the video game, I mean. Go out and promote the video game. Go out and do press tours or commercials or, you know, what have you. I just don't know if Mike Trout has proven that he can do that. And he probably can. I mean, who knows? But because he's never done it, I just don't know if, if it's really an option. Um, I, I don't know if that's a great reason to not put Mike Trout on the cover of the game especially when you're going to go multi-platform with Xbox, you want someone who's the biggest. And he is certainly the biggest. Uh, next up, I have Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich seems just like a super likable player and a super likable guy. I don't think I've ever read a single thing bad about Christian Jelic, uh, other than he maybe didn't want to play in Miami, but who, who honestly can blame him for that? Um, Christian Yelich is just a superstar. You've seen him in commercials with Cody Bellinger, and hes he seems, and obviously there's writers, but he seems like he's pretty funny. His delivery is really good. I think he'd be a cool face of the game. You know, he's young. He's one of the top 10 players, or at least top 10 position players in the league. You know, he fits all of that criteria. There is a big con, though. He was just on the cover of RBI Baseball 2020, which kind of was... The RBI games are supposed to be competitors to MLB The Show. They're, they're just not. But as the cover boy of RBI baseball, maybe there's like a non-compete clause. Maybe he's not allowed to sign another contract to be on a cover. You know, that's legal stuff that clearly we have no insight towards. Um, but if, if he can't be on an MLB The Show cover, I would bet that that's partially why. Uh, and I mentioned Cody Bellinger. Um, he's another option here. He has such a sweet swing. I mentioned Griffey as the best swing in baseball history. Bellinger's lefty swing—I'm not going to crown him best in baseball history—but that lefty swing is pure. That swing is something else. Um, you could get so many cool photos to cut up and put in a graphic of his follow-through or of his stance after hitting the home run, or you know, the, the cover options are limitless. I'm picturing them in my head right now, and I think it'd be such a cool cover. Uh, the pros are, are very similar to Yelich. He's a young superstar who's been in commercials and is very likable, it seems like anyway. Um, I don't think we've ever seen a reason not to like Cody Bellinger. Um, There is a downside. I don't know how much they'd base it off this. It's honestly, the contract might already be signed with whoever the cover person is, and we're just waiting for the reveal. Um, But he has an OPS this season of just 7.15. And that is well below how much he mashed last year. You know, league average OPS, they say, is around 800, or that's what players shoot for. And, you know, we all know that he's much better than a 715 OPS. So I don't know, like I said, they might have already signed the contracts; so they're just waiting to announce it. Who knows? Maybe they pick at the end of the season. I don't know how fast all of these things work or come together. But if they're going to base it off of a 2020 season, I don't think Cody B is the guy. You know, maybe in the future he's the guy. I just, I just don't know if right now is the time for him. Another Dodger outfielder who I think actually has a super, super high chance of at least being considered is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts just got paid by the Dodgers. He is playing out of his mind. He's maybe the second best overall player in the league behind Mike Trout, as things stand right now. He is an incredibly likable player who is a fantastic representative for Major League Baseball. Just seems like a very genuine person, has a personality, he'd probably do great promoting MLB the show. But similar to Christian Yelich, he was on the cover of RBI, RBI Baseball in 2016. So that was several years ago, but who knows how legal contracts work, if there is a non-compete, if it's binding forever, if it's only binding for a few years. So I would love to see Mookie Betts on the cover. He's a super exciting player. Very glad he's not in the American League East anymore to torture the Yankees. Um, I I just think he'd be a great cover option. And I mentioned that no pitcher has ever been on the cover. Well, if there was ever a guy to put on the cover who tows the rubber, it would be Jacob DeGrom. Two straight NL Cy Young Awards. He's the best pitcher in the National League. You can't tell me otherwise. I'm not basing it off this year's numbers. I'm I'm just basing it off longevity. Right now, he's the best pitcher in the National League. He is incredibly consistent. He is shut down. You know, the Mets give him no run support, so his wins numbers are never at the top of the leaderboard. Wins numbers don't matter. I understand that. But maybe he doesn't, even with two National League Cy Youngs, sometimes he doesn't get the attention he deserves. This guy is a superstar and might be the best pitcher in all of baseball. He really might be. Uh, But the con here is that he's a pitcher. There's never been one on the cover. I don't know how many more times to say it. So as cool as it would be to get one of these guys on the cover, it just seems weird to not represent one of the most important aspects of baseball is pitching. Uh, It just seems very strange. So I don't know. I'd love to see DeGrom on the cover. Um, He has a really good game face. He's got a nice fluid windup that makes it really easy to photograph him. I'm sure there are plenty of shots SDS has access to. Uh, to to whip up a really creative cover. um, uh, They could use the Mets blue and orange, which I'm not a Mets fan, clearly, but it's a cool color scheme. I think it would look nice on a cover. I don't know. I, I think he's a cool option. Uh, I wouldn't be upset if he was on a cover. I don't think a lot of people would be, because he seems like a guy that just goes about his business. You know, he doesn't really piss anybody off. Uh, so So those are the current players that... I kind of identified as potential cover options. I'm sorry if your favorite player is not on the list. You know, this isn't something where I could just pick 30 players and give you them. You know, the we got to make a list here that's really tight. That is is truly players who who could be deserving. I'm sure I missed someone. I'm sure. Maybe your favorite player has a case too. If that's the case, let me know. Okay? The show the pod on Twitter. Let me know. But there are a couple other options I want to outline here before we sign off on Episode 8. They've only done one flashback cover. This is Ken Griffey Jr., as I said. If, if there's ever a time to do another big flashback cover, it's with 21 being multi-platform. So I could see someone like Roberto Clemente being on the cover. Uh, Yayo and I talked about Roberto Clemente being in a game, hopefully in the near future, when he was on the podcast a few episodes ago, he's an icon that hasn't gotten love in that way just yet. Um, I don't know what a rights deal would look like for him. You know, I couldn't tell you if they're even going to get him. But if you put him on the cover, he will move units. People will buy the game. Um... And a ninety nine Roberto Clemente that even that comes out with release or comes out shortly after release, I think the card to be stacked, the card to be loaded. Um, so I think that's a legitimate option. Just keep that in the back of your minds. And this option, which <laughs> you know, this is this is some fan fiction here. I talked about this with Scuffy several weeks ago. If you really want to hit a home run, if MLB the show really wants to pay some money and get guys who will sell copies you put Derek Jeter, Nomar Garcia-Parra and Alex Rodriguez on the cover. During the the early 2000s, that trio was I mean, they were some of the faces of baseball, three of the best shortstops of that era. Probably the three best shortstop of that era, all in the American League, all fighting for playing time or fighting for votes in the All-Star game, which I know only means so much. But talk about wanting to sell copies. I I mean, that might be the highest-grossing MLB The Show game uh, ever. I mean, not just the fact that we're getting it on two systems next year, but just, you know, percentages. or you know, I'm not a math person, but you know what I mean. This might be the best-selling MLB The Show game if you put all three of those guys on the cover. And then give us all three of those cards? Ugh, give me 99s of all three? That would be, you know, A-Rod would probably be the best one. And honestly, this hurts me to say, Jeter might be the worst one. But... I just that'd be such a cool card. That'd be such a cool cover. Right? I mean, that cover would be so cool. Um, You could do so many things with that artwork to put together the best cover possible for the game. Um, Oh, and I'm so excited thinking about those potential 99 cards or the programs to get them or the evolutions to get them. We could talk about the way MLB The Show does content, and I think that would be so, so cool. So... This episode's coming out on Tuesday, September 15th. I don't think we're going to get an announcement anytime soon on the cover. Last year, Javi Baez was announced to be on the cover on October 21st. We're getting close, guys. Five weeks? A month? So, we can know this very soon. Either during the World Series or probably right at the conclusion of the World Series. I would imagine SDS comes out and makes the announcement so pre-orders can get right back up. And... I don't know, until then, maybe this conversation's being had a little too early, but it's it's something I I like thinking about. It's pretty cool to play the guessing game and see if you're right and analyze the history. Um, You know, if I didn't mention your player, like I said before, let me know. I'm curious to see your thoughts on who will be on the cover of MLB The Show 2021 as it makes its grand journey onto Xbox for the first time. Let me know on Twitter. I look forward to the discourse. And thank you so much for listening to episode eight of the show, the podcast. I will talk to all of you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the show, the podcast. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at the show the pod for opinions, updates, and so much more. Become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/the show the podcast to support the show. For $5 a month, you'll get exclusive access to bonus interviews with MLB The Show content creators. For $10 a month, you'll get the bonus interviews plus the chance to play me in an online friendly each month you're a member. That's it for now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'll see you at Ship It.